Oh, that's embarrassing. This podcast contains vulgar language and sensitive subjects. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Healthcare Villains. Hey, everybody. I am Poison Ivy. And I'm Juggerdoc. And again, we're Healthcare Villains because we're... (laughs) (laughs) I have been a little bit... um, Edgy? Edgy. Edgy. Edgy's a good word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well... Mm -hmm. Okay, so we actually were at work together for for the first I know. time freaking ever. It, it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the goddamn break room. What is it with nurses and being nasty as fuck when it comes to your, your break room? It's a real thing. It's a thing. In every nursing station, in every nursing break room I've ever been in, there They're, are signs everywhere that says, do your goddamn dishes. Yeah, they nasty as hell. Your mother doesn't hell. work here. Clean up after yourself. What the fuck? Is, does this happen everywhere else? Everywhere I've ever worked, yeah. I mean, like, and I mean, other occupations. Like, is this a thing everywhere? Like, people work in office buildings and shit. Is this a thing? I we, we're gonna have to get input from other people. I guess so because, like, I always, in my entire career working in healthcare, I'm always that guy that ends up cleaning the fucking break room because I'm disgusted. You shouldn't do it. I can't help it. You're I can't live like that. their behavior. I can't live like this. When I was, <laughs> I can't live like this anymore. When I was a corpsman and I worked at one of the naval hospitals, I remember that the nurses, those were the laziest bitches I ever worked with. They're a with. bunch of lazy heifers. You're not they, wrong. Especially the ones who are civilians contracted. Oh. They, because their job is fucking easy. They have the corpsman to do everything for them. Because corpsmen hmm. are more than aides because we could, you know. Do more stuff. Do yeah, more yeah. stuff. So they're just like, huh. life's easy. And so. I hope my one friend who was a contracted nurse that worked in Kaiserslautern isn't listening. Well, hopefully. Because just called her a lazy heifer. Well, I hope she wasn't a lazy heifer. And if she was, then shame on her. <laughs> I, I highly doubt she was. She has a little ADHD. Oh, yeah. So then she probably. Impossible to be lazy for this girl yeah so she probably yeah did not do this and expect the corpsman to do all their dishes for them yeah that's fucked up yeah fuck her and i'm thinking of that one specific nurse uh-huh. she was such a bitch all she did was knit all night and so i remember uh-huh. i can't do her dishes because no. she was busy knitting yeah and so all the corpsmen like made a pact like we're not washing their fucking dishes and we're not right. cleaning up after them and i might stab them in the face with that knitting needle <laughs> right in the neck right in the aorta well then so one night because i worked nights and i mean i will go into the break room and this is like day three on the corman strike where we're like we're not cleaning up after you and it was oh, fucking filthy that's and mm, mm, and mm-mm. so i go in there and it, it was dark so like turn the light on and there's this giant cockroach oh i knew it on the I counter knew it. i knew you were gonna say the cockroach oh. and it's and i go no and then i go and get no I'm sorry. I don't like cockroaches, okay? I go get the other corpsman, and he, he's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? And I'm like, <laughs> kill, kill it. it. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going near that. <laughs> like, He's like, I will run through a hail of gunfire, but I will not go in there with that cockroach. Oh. So, oh. I was like, and I told him, I was like, you're the biggest pussy ever. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. standing behind him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. He's a dude. Like, <laughs> come on. All right. I don't pull the, the, the gender card often, but... Uh, yeah. In this case, I'm totally doing it. He's a dude, and he should have been able to kill the little cockroach. It was not little. Dude, so when I was in Hawaii for a little while, I lived up in, like, on the foothills where the jungle started, and the fucking those giant cockroaches, they live just outside in nature. I think all bugs live outside in nature. And, um, well, <laughs> uh, you know, where I'm from, it's the cold area. We don't have We don't have the roaches unless you brought them in from warmer climates. 
But in Hawaii, they have the giant cockroaches. And again, they live outside just naturally hanging out, doing their little cockroach, living their best cockroach lives. Mm-hmm. And it's just like any other kind of beetle. Occasionally, they come in the house. Gross. <sighs> yeah, I had like <laughs> uh, uh, three incidents with <laughs> the fucking woo, roaches. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And they're so giant that I'm like, if I step on this motherfucker, it's going to just like everywhere. It's going to oh. look like splatter up the... It would. That's disgusting. That's why I didn't do it. And I'm so... I'm trying to like whip him and <laughs> like flame him outside. Because I'm like, just go. Just... just. I don't even want to hurt you. Just go outside. <laughs> Where yeah. you belong. Yeah. That's why I love winter. Because that's, you know, all the bugs die and go back to hell. Where yeah. they belong. Yeah. And again, we don't have most of those disgusting bugs where I'm from. So it's fine. Uh, that's nice. Yeah. So anyway. anyway. Yeah, gross. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Ew, ew, ew. So the whole point is like, yeah, we went into the break room this morning <laughs> to make our coffee. And I'm like, I can't fucking... What the fuck? That bowl has been in that sink for like all week. For a week. I'm like... Unacceptable. What fucking... What the hell? Who does that? I don't know. But it, so yeah, I've been a little little edgy. So yeah, I go in there to get my lunch and, and she's like, oh, I'm going to do these dishes. I'm like, stop. Don't enable the behavior. But it's gross and I need a fork. Fair. You need a fork. That's a that's a legit issue. So do wash one fork. I did wash one fork. And, and I washed my fork and put it back. So funny thing about this break room, we've never had roaches, but we did have a bat in there once. I know. And I was like, please don't kill the bat. <laughs> yeah. It was that like was my biggest concern. Hanging upside down from the little vent yeah. on the ceiling. Yeah. And we found it together. Yeah. We're all like, is, is that, that real? Fake? Is someone like pranking us or something? Why is there a bat in here? And then it moved and we're like, whoa, that is a bat. I know. And so then like, yeah, our administrative assistant was like calling people to come get it. And I mm-hmm. was like yelling in the background, don't kill it. Don't kill it. They're good for the environment. They are good for the environment. And they're cute. They, I agree. I think I, bats are adorable. I, I love bats and they're very good unless they have rabies then. But that yeah. one didn't seem to be rabid. No. Because it was just hanging out. It looked scared. It's like, I'm going to stay very still. And right. hopefully these people don't try to he's, kill me. He's going to T-Rex it, right? If I don't move, <laughs> they can't see me. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah, so we shut the door to the break room. We just left him in there. We put a sign on there. Don't enter because we don't need him like flapping around somewhere else if he was rabbit, especially. So exactly. just leave him alone. Put a sign up from the show The Office when the bat was in the break room, <laughs> which Jugger Dog never watched. And I don't I, know how I we're don't. friends. I'm sorry. I can't. It's just but I tried. I've tried. If and you I can't. guys are like true people, then you have seen The Office. True people? <laughs> I'm not a true person. No, you're not. You haven't lived a full life until you've watched The Office. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to have to agree to disagree on that, but well, fine. Well, watch it. And then you'll be like, you're right. I totally missed out on so much okay, in my life. I will try. One of my one of my clients the other day actually told me that if I was going to watch The Office, I got to start on like episode three or four. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that was my problem. As I started episode one, I'm just like, I can't. It's like, and, and I like dumb comedy. It's not that because... It's me, awkward comedy. Isn't maybe that? maybe it's awkward comedy I don't like. Because I like dumb, like super dumb comedy. And I'll give you an example. The other day I was like scrolling through Paramount Plus, Beavis and Butthead, the, the reboot oh, God. is on. So I watched season two, episode one. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> it was so goddamn funny. And it's just stupid. So stupid. <laughs> and funny. And stupid. But you don't like um, any Will Ferrell stuff. I well, I like a couple of his things, but most often maybe it's because it's that awkward comedy. Uh huh. Yeah. It is maybe awkward. maybe that's what it is. Either way, yeah. whatever. Anyway, bats and roaches. I guess that's the yeah. Hmm. That's the segue for today's episode. Not even. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, so like no, we were talking about um, how 
Well, I'm pretty sure everybody on this podcast thinks like I'm that wild card that I like. I have a bit of an attitude issue. Um, I mean, possibly. But like, honestly, like in the work setting, I'm actually, you know, you can be professional. I can't, except for that one time when I I was telling this story at lunch about <laughs> the, the, the stupid lady at work, the 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 patient's wife. Oh yeah, yeah. I had, yeah. and I had a, a very naive student mm. and well so they're like the students hanging on box and the patient's wife's not even the patient is having a hee-haw fit because she wants to go home and i'm like because oh, you just had surgery sure right and, she's and, like um i i got thing i gotta go get my nails done uh-huh. i gotta hit the starbucks <laughs> and then and then she asked the stupidest question any any patient or patient family can ask did the doctor order this you're like do you know what I said to that? Do you know no, what I said to that? No. <laughs> antibiotics. Said, hanging antibiotics. Yeah, like hanging a, a medication yeah. that we can't just pull out of our asses. Yeah. I turned to the patient. I didn't even let the student answer. Usually I'd try to have them figure out how to deal with these complications. They need to learn how to deal with the patients. That's right. That's well, fair. I, like I said, I've been a little edgy lately. <laughs> and I was just like, no, the janitor thought it would be a great idea to start these antibiotics. Oh, so we nice. just went with it. Nice. The janitor. The, the husband, the patient thought it was fucking hilarious the wife didn't but that's what Weird. you get for asking stupid questions the wife who's been all bitchy and being stupid didn't you're gonna like ask a stupid answer. question i'm gonna highlight how stupid you are mm-hmm. <laughs> the janitor you're like yeah yeah you know that that person that was literally just in here mopping your floors they were like you know i've heard <laughs> that like when my mom got surgery she had some antibiotics maybe you should do that for this dude too yeah. like sure let me just pull that out of my ass <laughs> yeah. here you go yeah because it's so easy for me to just go into my little back cave of nursey stuff and bring out some fucking random medications yeah it's like that the uh hermione's purse in harry potter oh my god that's all I the shits I... in there and you just like reach down and grab or mary poppins she had the same fucking thing i know they kind of ripped that off from mary poppins they, they kind of did but, but you know whatever they that's fine ripped off almost everything from other places so. they, they did but you know what i still love harry potter i do too i yeah. like it it's a good it's a good book it's a good read it's good stuff yeah but that wasn't the worst i've ever popped off i think the worst i've ever popped off now i can stay a, a nice even keel <laughs> can you i can't you just <laughs> I know. validated I know. it this i'm just morning. messing with you um a very nice even keel until I hit that breaking point, then it's fucking over. <laughs> like and telling patients how they're stupid. Just, or the worst I ever did, and I don't remember if I said it on the podcast or not, but there is when I worked in prison in a prison, mm-hmm. and it was complete chaos. Like this was during COVID, and there was like every. I don't need to explain myself. It was a shit time fucking covid just saying it was during covid just makes it shit and automatically working in a prison during covid i'm not saying it was worse than working in the hospitals i'm not but i'm saying it was its own kind of personal hell like <laughs> um with quarantines and sick patients and all this shit and so i remember i came in i was already pissed off because there was garbage bags of trash just lined up in the hallway in medical which was oh, disgusting gross. and they were i was like why in the fuck is there garbage in medical and they're like and the officers were like the laziest bitches. Cause like when I first started there, there was great officers and all the great officers left to go do better shit. Of course. Shit. It always happens that way because yeah. as soon as as soon as a company, hospital, prison, whatever, gets new management that is shit. Yeah. Every good employee is like abandoned Goodbye. ship. And so like they 
they're like, well, we can't get a, you know, basically like a trusty inmate to run, do a garbage run because of stupid, like quarantine, whatever, something, a stupid thing. And I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. You guys need to get this out of here. That, besides that, especially with COVID regulations, yeah. there ain't no way you can have garbage just like medical grade garbage yeah. lining the fucking yeah. halls. I was like, you call a worker, because we call them workers, and get the trash out of here. They're like, well, we don't have an officer to escort them. Like, then you bitch get up and take them or have shift commander do it. But somebody needs to take this out. It's disgusting. And that was just the, and it, that was just the start of it. So I was already irritated. I've been irritated because during this time, because we had such a big turnaround with all the officers that we had a good relationship with, and we had all these, like, very young, inexperienced dumbasses come in, and they would not work with medical. They, like, acted like they were against us, which I'm like, you don't do that here, stupid. And, no, no, you don't. And so, like, they wouldn't help out the nurses. Like, we had to do pill passes. They wouldn't keep the inmates in line so we could – I'm talking, we're passing medications to hundreds of people, and we're trying to get it done in, like, three hours. That's okay. All right. And they're and like it would take hours because of course because they're not helping us and keeping them in line because it's like hurting cats. <laughs> so what? Yeah, you're telling me that people in prison don't follow rules well. Crazy. I'm shocked and awed. Yeah. So we always had those issues, and then trying to have the officers move inmates to medical for the appointments became a fucking nightmare. So bad, like, they would send the inmate, like, 45 minutes late to an appointment. It's not the inmate's Are fault. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's not like they're, uh, I don't know, busy. Yeah, well, and we do give, like, the schedule. Like, we don't say what they're there for. They say We just say, this person needs to be at medical by this time for Are an appointment. Are you fucking kidding me? We, and they can't have them there on time? No, they never did. And so this was a pattern, and I would call and, like, be like... Oh, no. I was like, we're mm -hmm. bringing a doctor in here to see them. You can't be... They're like, well, we're busy doing checks or something stupid. I'm like, there's two of you. <laughs> One of you can escort. Like, seriously, this isn't hard. And so that was happening. And then I had a sick inmate with COVID. And I was on clinic duties, so not war duties. Well, we had a new fucking RN, new grad RN. And she was supposed to be taking care of this really sick person with COVID. She fucking goes AWOL. I don't know where she's at. And you ever get like that really bad spidey sense? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just sitting at the computer just charting. And all of a sudden, I was just like. Right. The hair on the back of your neck stands up. Yep. And you're like, you meerkat it. You're like popping up. Yep. Looking around. I did. What? I meerkatted what? it. And I was just like, I need to go check on this person. Out mm -hmm. of nowhere. It was fucking crazy. And I go, they're on the fucking floor. Because they took oh, their oxygen off and they Jesus. were on the floor. And so I'm dealing with that. Then all of a sudden, everybody wants to come in and be a fucking hero. Oh, my God. The officer, God. the fucking no. nurse like, that went AWOL. What the fuck, man? You should have already been here. You should have been monitoring the patient. I don't yeah. know. She's in prison, in medical. Yeah. Should have been monitored. Yeah. And so, like, I have, like, all the gear on. I'm trying to pick this woman up off the floor, which, listen, I'm strong, but fuck, man. She was, like, <laughs> she was a big girl, okay? And so I was – and then – and then the officer had the fucking audacity to be standing in the doorway telling me what how to do my job. What? And I looked up and I was like, get the fuck out of my doorway <laughs> in front of everybody, my DON, all these nurses. I was like, get the fuck out of my doorway. Because <laughs> mind you, the medical officer is also supposed to be helping us, like making sure our appointments are getting there on time. That's what their job is, like to help with the traffic flow of inmates and monitoring them. Nope. And mm -mm. that officer wasn't doing that. And so I'm like, at this point, livid. Like, my even keel is gone. <laughs> right, right. You're like, um, some bitches' heads are going to roll. From the garbage to the med passes to all this stuff. And it finally 
hit the boiling point. So I rip off all my PPE and I can't see, I even wiped my face where the, <laughs> where the mask was. It's fucking I'm traumatized from those it goddamn masks. It is traumatized. I, I get it. And so I go in there and then I was like, I need this inmate for the appointment that was supposed to happen 30 minutes ago. And they're like, oh, they haven't brought them yet. And the bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And there was a chair there. I fucking kicked that chair across medical. I'm not sh- shitting you. I fucking punted that bitch <laughs> down the long haul medical. Goon, 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 goon. And I was like screaming, like, get that fucking inmate in here right now. <laughs> like, and I was like, I'm sick of you motherfuckers. And I'm like calling them motherfuckers and every like, oh, it was bad. Like, you fucking officers are such a bunch of pieces of shit. You expect us medical to hurry up and get here when you need us, but you can't help us out. Fuck you. Get the fucking patient here now. <laughs> Guess what happened? The patient got there quickly, right? She did get there quickly. Weird. And you know what else was crazy? Hmm. My one was standing right there and she was just like kind of looking away. And then I was like, also get a fucking worker to get this goddamn trash out of here. This is a not a fucking third world country. Every other word was the F word. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I could see that. I could see that. Oh, my God. Like, I think I had an outer body, out of body experience. Because I'm like. An otter body? An, out, an otter body. Like an otter pop. Like it just came right right out of my body. <laughs> like, uh, like the blue raspberries? Those are my favorite. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah, it was fucking nuts. Like I, I was like, I have not. I've been super angry a handful of times in my life. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. was one of them. Where like, I could, I thought my ears were going to explode. They were so hot. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, and I totally, and then I went and promptly quit. <laughs> like, my, like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm Fuck done. all of you. <laughs> well, I got two comments okay. for that. Okay. Uh, for one, I actually just applied to work at a prison. It's actually fun. That that, that just was a bad time. Well, no, because <laughs> uh, I'll be the doctor. Yeah. So if my fucking patients aren't there, I have no problem being like getting Get my goddamn patient here now, mm-hmm. or I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. That's how this is going to roll, because mm-hmm. I can do that now that I'm a doctor. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, number two. Mm-hmm. So there was, <clears throat> we had a patient at an inpatient psych institute again. <clears throat> this was one of our, probably one of the most, yeah, it was the most violent patient I've ever been with. And it wasn't that he, he was like his, he had borderline intellectual functioning, and he was just a dick. And he got away <laughs> yeah. with it. Uh-huh. All the time. Like, he had vandalized a bunch of shit. And he was, like, 20-something at this point in time. Vandalized all this bullshit. Never got charged because they're like, oh, he's no way charged. <laughs> so, we don't, we don't, mm, he didn't know any better. Fuck that. He does know better. Like, <laughs> he knows that he can play your ass. <laughs> that. Uh, he ended up giving one of my coworkers a concussion. And she was out for like six months because it was bad. He like smashed her head into the floor a number of times. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Ooh. He was the one that he actually threw me to the floor also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was, oh man, he was a dick. So, the, so one of the bad things that happened that day is that we were down. We only had like four patients on the unit. So it was just me and this other tech. That was it for the mm-hmm. whole unit. And then we admitted this guy. And of course, what kind of fucking report do you always get? from the ed <laughs> they're calm they're cooperative they're just a little suicidal they're, they're continent right. uh-huh mm, uh, they're pl- they, they haven't shit themselves you know their iv's fine <laughs> they're taking their meds all this shit and then they get there and it's a goddamn nightmare <laughs> and you're like so between the er and i know it's five floors away i get that but between the er and 
this floor. They shit themselves, <laughs> their IV blew, and they became completely demented. <laughs> that happened in like the last 10 minutes. Yeah. I call it bullshit. <laughs> bullshit on all that nonsense. Anyway, uh-huh. so this fucking guy, right, he ends up being in restraints, obviously, for most of the night. And then the next day, him, um, I come back to work the next day, and the threshold for me putting this dude in restraints is minimal. <laughs> I'm like, say something. Say fucking anything, and you're done done mm-hmm. and he was a big guy anyway so the his room because of course he's a high-risk patient so we move him closest to the nurse's station which is what you do sure um and right across from that from his room was the provider's office the psychiatrist's office right so this dude starts acting out and again like i said minimal uh i will i will throw your ass in restraints before you give another one of my technicians a fucking concussion any day of the week Mm-hmm. So we put him in restraints. The psychiatrist comes out of his room, and it, w- it had been a bad day, and I was in a bad mood from the day before, oddly enough. Weird, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. My friend, who she and she was a good friend of mine, she has a concussion. She was, had to go to the emergency room, had all this shit done. I wasn't feeling super hot because I got thrown to the floor. Right. Right? And then it was a rough and tumble type of restraint and seclusion the night before, and I had to come back the next fucking day and deal with this guy again. Right. So I was already in a bad mood. Anyway, so we restrain him in his room. The psychiatrist comes out of his office and he's like, why didn't you come get me? I was just right here. I'm like, all right, next time this guy's about ready to hit somebody in the face, I'm going to be like, hey, time out. Can you hold on so I can go get the psychiatrist who's right across the way? Yeah, and I said it pretty much in that like tone of voice too. And he just looks at me and he walks away. I'm like, try me. Try me, motherfucker. Because... <laughs> That's a lot better than my my. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't reaction. swear. I didn't swear. Oh, I swore. And like that kind of flip out but we had another altercation a little later on over the same thing and he's like um i don't appreciate you talking to me like that i'm like i don't appreciate you coming in when i'm in the middle of putting someone in restraints and telling me i'm not doing it correctly you weren't fucking there were you yeah you um you didn't really help you sat in your office you coward oh and he was a coward too he never came out he never got involved in any restraints no he he would set limits and then walk away and make the nurses deal with it yeah that sounds like a coward time and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Fuck that man. Oh, he was a dick. I did not like him. He yeah. made people cry. He was one of those guys. I was like, I dare mm-hmm. you try to make me cry. I'll make you cry. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't cry. Which is surprised. I'm honestly surprised. I have not. I did not get fired after my little pop off. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think if I ever popped off quite that bad, and it, I don't mine think was I had. Bad. But you also have to consider this was a long buildup. Of just, well, during any and again during, during COVID. COVID. Oh, like, come man. on, man, forget about it. <sighs> just COVID, the end, right? And For I, real. you know, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I, I am a good nurse, but I was a really good corrections nurse. I believe and, you. And so, like, I think that's what was my saving grace, because, <laughs> because um, yeah, I'm, I was not professional, and I did not give a fuck if I was perfect. I was so angry, man. It even got me a little riled up calling it. And I wasn't even planning on talking about that that long. So sorry, everybody. As yet again, we go on another side tangent. Hey, it's still a good story. It's That's a, a great story. story. There was one other time that I, I didn't really necessarily pop off, but I gave some pretty brutal, blunt feedback to my nursing manager and I made a cry. I did do nice. that once. Okay. I don't think I've made anybody cry oh wait yes i have uh-huh i'm like <laughs> are you sure uh, okay well what did you do to make her cry 
Um, well, <clears throat> it was I, w- I was an ass. This is when I very first graduated, and I was. You oh, you were one of those new grads. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I hate those fucking. Yeah, new grads. I was. I was a bitch. I'm not gonna lie. Why? Okay, so let me tell you the story. All let right. me tell you what happened. Okay. okay. I'm already judging you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. I feel it, and it's a little much. Okay. You did say that I. I like you said this morning. You're like, no, you can be very professional. Your facial expressions tell the whole story. I. I did tell you that this yeah, morning. Yeah, I'm giving you my facial expressions uh-huh. right now. <laughs> the facial expression, like eat, shouldn't die. I cannot. <laughs> I can't believe you acted. The like audacity. That. <laughs> anyway, so I had been working. It was long term care. Oh, okay. It's forgivable. Okay, thank you. Because <laughs> like it was a fucking shit show of a. Facility. The only place worse than prisons is long term care, oh, which is like it was, prison for old people. It was bad, and so I was the RN there. So I always got the Medicare floor. Right, because it has to have an RN to do all most of those cares on there. You can't have an LPN. So it was me, and then a couple other LPNs. I mean, this one LPN, we we clicked really well. Mm-hmm. We both smoked. We both, you know, partied. Maybe smoked some other stuff. Whatever, you know, we were cool. Not at work. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm um, no, no. We oh, didn't smoke other stuff at work. That's or or drink at work. But <laughs> what did happen is that we came in and we came into just a fucking red hot mess. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the day shift nurses were still there. It was they were all there late, getting all their charting done. They didn't have report. Yada yada yada. So finally, when we finally got report, we're both like already frazzled because things are just again. It was it was a shit show. Right. You never had those like the right at the beginning of your shift. Oh yeah. And we work night shift. Oh, yeah. So, well, because it's always that shift change when things go It is shift. always that shift change. My Every time. Every time. I always, yeah. like, thought it was just me for the longest time. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's not. But uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, 4 o'clock and shift changes in an hour and 45 minutes. And everything goes to hell. Anyway. So, yeah, there were staffing issues. There was, like, there was – shit was going to hell. But what made it worse is that there was, like, management shit that was going to hell too. Oh no. Right. We didn't have certain supplies that we we're supposed to have all these other things that like management type shit that we were short staffed, yada, 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 whatever. So me and my friend, I'm like, dude, I need a smoke break before I even start <laughs> my shift today. And she's like me fucking too. So we go outside. We're just sitting out there smoking for, you know, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. Doesn't take a smoke break is not an hour. No. So well, it, they can be. All right. I mean, a good smoke break is an hour, but like, you know. That's when it's the middle of the night. And yeah. Yeah. That's at three break. in the morning. That's fine. This was at, you know, like, I don't know, seven, maybe eight. <laughs> and so, and obviously we're in scrubs, right? With our name badges on. They were outside uh-huh. just smoking. And so the, I can't remember if it was the next day or like whenever, but uh, I got called into, or, or basically I got reprimanded. Because I don't, I can't remember if it was like, God, this was, again, this is when I very first graduated. So mm-hmm. it was, anyway, some patients' families complained because it was visiting hours. It was early. It was like eight o'clock. And so me and my friend were just outside smoking and a family member saw us. And so they complained that we weren't in there taking care of their patients or their family members. And it was like eight o'clock. Well, was there people already in there taking care there, it was a large facility. There yeah. were plenty of other yeah, staff members. Yeah, I would members. assume that there's, you aren't the only two that taking no. care of everybody in the whole no, fucking we're not. building. And I don't know if maybe they had asked for someone's nurse and they're like, oh, they're outside or something like that. I don't know if that also happened. Or they're happened. on their break or something. Because God something. forbid a human being takes a fucking what? break. What? You're telling me that Mima doesn't have your 100% attention? I don't care if you got to pee or not. Get in there and take care of my Mima. <laughs> anyway, so I got reprimanded for that. Okay. And uh, I wrote this very detailed letter. And again, this was a long time ago, so I'm sorry I don't have all my 
facts straight. But uh, so because I could read them off because, you know, when you're in a situation like that, you get heated, you get defensive and you don't you totally forget. You have human responses. Yeah. So I had like bullet points of the shit I want to be like, hey, you know what? If you don't want me having a smoke break at eight o'clock at night when I can walk in on a fucking shit show of a day, maybe you should. I don't know. A, put yourself out there so you can help them. Hmm? 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 How about that? Yeah. Be a better manager. Get shit done. Did you say that? Yeah, it was... I told you, I made her cry. It was pretty brutal. I can see you being pretty brutal. I, again, I was like 20-something, okay? It was a long time ago. I'm not that... I'm, I, have more, I have more finesse now. <laughs> About telling people they're a terrible manager. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can brain ninja people, all right? This was yeah. not... This was just punching her in the face, and it was a total dick move. But at the same time, she was a pretty terrible manager, and she needed to hear it. Yeah, I so. think the the times that I did pop off is like when I knew, I think subconsciously, I don't know, my like that last pop off I just mm-hmm. said, like that was my worst one. And I've been in situations where I can reel it in, but that one was the worst. And I don't know if it was just such a stress of so many factors. And then on top of having really shitty management, because I had super shitty management. I think management is a huge part of it. Yeah, because like I didn't give a fuck if my DON was there. I had zero respect for anybody, any like anybody in that situation. Not for that officer, not for my boss. Like, cause they just shit all over all the nurses, and I was kind of like, I don't know, like kind of trying to like, what's the like, what is the word? Advocate. Um, yeah, be the anti-hero for all the nurses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever word you want to use. Yeah. Well, and also too, because like I was telling you this morning which inspired today's episode is like everybody kind of assumes that like I'm that hothead. Mm-hmm. And so, and especially in that prison because of how I talk, but in a real situation, I'm actually pretty good. Yeah. But like, I'm like, well, fine. If you already think that I'm a fucking dirt bag, <laughs> I'm going to run with it then and use it to my advantage. Well, okay. Dirt bag might be a little, a little harsh. <laughs> I don't think it's dirt bag that they think you are. I think it's direct, honest, and blunt. Oh yeah. So like, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a problem with me, I'm just gonna bleh and just say it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't beat around the bush. Which you do, but you still do it in a professional manner. Yeah, right? I still do that. Yeah. You don't like walk up there and throw your big dick on the counter and be like, "Hey, look at this! Look at me! Look at me! I'm gonna tell you what you're doing wrong because I'm the big dick in house. I'm the what is it like the big swinging dick in house or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I think that is and. A lot of people, unfortunately, especially in today's world, heaven forbid, you're not sensitive, and you hurt somebody's feelings. Oh, <gasps> no. What? What? I was just saying to Batman, I was like, I don't know if like I just honestly have pretty thick skin and I don't take things personally or I'm too stupid to realize <laughs> I'm being insulted. I don't know which one it is. Uh, I'm going to say you're thick skin and you just don't take things personally because they're fucking words. And granted, words can hurt. But you know what? If you have a couple coping skills and some support, <laughs> words, I'm rubber, you're glue. <laughs> Unless you call me fragile. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. That, but yeah, <laughs> I, I remember I was sitting in this chair and you told me that and I was like, fragile? <laughs> what? Fragile? <laughs> that, uh, have that students ever made you pop funny. off? Hmm. No, not to them. After the fact, like, what the fuck is your goddamn problem? So we, so you know, this semester just started a little while ago. Sure. And I get nursing school's hard. These it students sucks ass. Are fried. 
right? And they got a lot of shit to do. And everyone always thinks that like the summer semester is easy and it ain't. No, well, not it's in nursing not. school anyway. So uh, they did, they've been like, there was this huge email chain over the weekend because everybody was fucking confused. And I don't know if they can't read the syllabus. Maybe. Wait, you're supposed to read the syllabus? You know what's weird is that we actually read the syllabus to them so they don't even have to read it. Dude, when I went to school, no one read me the fucking syllabus. They said in the beginning, it's like, it's your responsibility to read the fucking syllabus. And if you don't follow the syllabus, then that's on you and your foe. Sorry about I, your bad day. I mean, fucking, yeah. I had to be yeah. accountable what? for my own education. It Again, was crazy. We got to be more sensitive to people who aren't responsible and accountable and mature. And I mean, if they can't even read thinking, the fucking syllabus... Maybe they, are how are they going to read doctor's orders or like medication <laughs> orders? Like they can't do that either. Oh God, <laughs> it's 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 getting scary out there, people. Don't, I don't recommend you getting sick. Don't go to the hospital. <laughs> go to the veterinarian office. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Go to the vet's office and be like, um, yeah, I got a hurt paw. My, my wing's broken. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I interrupted. So so the whole okay. email chain, a whole email change, and then uh, one of my co-workers kind of threw me under the bus right uh, oh really? yeah yeah so this co-worker was with a lot of the students at one of the big uh places that they go for clinical so uh-huh. there was like 12 of them there and they were asking a bunch of questions again related to this email change that chain that happened from i want to say like thursday or friday from last week to monday okay and what was uh, it in the email chain first it was of all? it was all about their assignments. It was just about assignments. They were all confused. Like, how many assignments do we have? When do we got to turn it in? When's the due date? When? And it's in the fucking syllabus. We went over it multiple times. Anyway, so I am in charge of the uh, assignments for when they have their mental health days, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So our coworker said, "Well, this is what you do on these." And uh, Juggerdoc hasn't answered any of the emails all weekend. So I don't she know. She didn't answer emails on the weekend? What? Weird. I know. You know what's also weird? I'm pretty sure in your syllabus it says, I'm not answering emails on the weekend. I it, will answer in 24 hours on uh, uh, business hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does say that. Oh, crazy. It's almost like syllabuses mm-hmm. never change. So. Weird. But yeah, that coworker was like, yeah, well, she didn't answer any of the, she didn't, we have a whole email chain about this and she hasn't answered any of the emails or she hasn't responded. So I don't know when that one's due. I'm like. Um, I would have said. Um, I don't answer emails on weekends either. Get bent, man. Uh, well, it's fine because it, uh, the, one of the students actually told me about this on Tuesday when I had class. Okay. And so they're like, yeah, the, uh, so-and-so said that you weren't answering any of the emails. I'm like, well, it doesn't really matter because, A, the assignment that I'm going to grade, I was with the students at the clinic site, and I already explained it to them, <laughs> which are the ones who really need to know. <laughs> you motherfuckers don't go for like another two weeks. So calm your tits. I eat. <laughs> calm your tits. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a whole thing. A whole goddamn thing. And then I have them do this other assignment where uh, we talk about stigma in mental health, right? Because stigma is huge in mental health. That's a good topic. It is a good topic. And one of the questions that I have them do is at the beginning of the semester, I have them fill out like this little questionnaire form. And then I have them do a project where they go ask uh, 10, not 10, but they ask like uh, three to five people uh, these same questions. And one of the questions is, would you be okay with having like a close personal friend have a severe mental illness and most of the students put yes they're so full of shit i know that's kind of what i'm saying I'm like have any of you ever had a family member that has i don't know have they ever been around anybody with a severe mental illness right they ever been around someone who's tried to kill themselves like four times in the last year yeah or huh. like somebody who's in a manic state they're annoying oh. as fuck oh 
right? They're like, they don't sleep. And they're just like, hey, 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 hey. I'm hey, just hey, like, hey. they're like, they're so annoying. They're like a super needy chihuahua toddler or something. <laughs> a, a needy chihuahua toddler. Yeah. Huh. Because they just, yep, 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 yep. But, they're, but they're like a toddler, so they're super clingy to you, mm. and they're just annoying also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not even my biggest thing. My biggest thing is, um, A, borderlines. Oh, God. Again, suicide in four times in the last, like, couple months. No. I'm sorry. That, I want to be there to support people, and I am in my professional life. I can't do it in my personal life. There's no. just no way. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. And the other one is substance abuse. Have you ever been in a relationship or had a family member that is, like, a legit substance uh, addict? Yeah. It's, it's not pleasant. Re- it's not pleasant. And so that's why I'm like, yeah, when people say, oh, yeah, no, I'm super open-minded and I could totally be friends. I'm mm. like, you're so full of shit. Just be honest. Just right? know your limits. Okay? See? I'm popping off. Because <laughs> because I don't like that bullshit, man. Nobody's going to think you're a saint if you're just like, oh, my God, I'm like like so woke AF. Like, I don't even care. Like, I will totally, like, support everybody. No. Right? Be a martyr and yeah. die on that sword because you will. <laughs> right? You know, it's interesting that you bring up, which segue to one of our um, listener comments that mm-hmm. we got about substance abuse. So she um, was saying how she was so shocked that substance abuse is considered a disease. And, okay. and I said, yeah, yeah. So what, and I asked, what do you think about that? And she's like, I think it's fucking bullshit. Interesting. And okay. she's like, I think it's really bullshit. And it seems like a cop out because you got to substance abuse because you were using substances, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and then she's like, and I don't think it's fair for everybody else to kind of, because a lot of them are going to be on Medicaid and or Medicare. and uh, Either or. Medicaid, whatever. Government cheese. Government cheese. And so why should we basically have to, like, support your habit is essentially it. You're right. Yeah. And I was like, it is in the DSM-5 for mental health diagnoses. That's fair. So you know what else we have to support too is all the the Narcan. Narcan yep. ain't cheap. Narcan ain't cheap, and you know and what? In a government program, you get it when you're on narcotics. Oh yeah, you can freaking. We send people home on Narcan. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. And then yeah, and that's that was part of the conversation with one of our listeners. Like, you know, we spend all this money. We're pre- basically enabling, and this is just like opinions, but of course, but of course, this is basically. Um, enabling people to use as much fucking drugs as possible because you know, all they got to do is just call 911 and give them some Narcan and they can refuse to go to the hospital after that and then just go on their merry way. And that you're utilizing the resources for EMS, you're utilizing resources for the Narcan, and then you're going to continue living off of your government cheese because you're not going to be productive and work. No, no, you're usually you're gonna, not, unlikely. And, and you're going to continue probably you know, um, neglecting and abusing your thousands of children because they repro- reproduce like bunnies. Just like... <laughs> they're like roaches. They they never die. They're like the from the movie Idiocracy. Like... <laughs> oh, my God. I love that movie. <laughs> and, the, and so I was just like, no, I can totally understand why our listener was like appalled by that because I can see that point of view. Cause I that get it. Piss me off because, yeah, it's not our fault you had really bad coping mechanisms. And so therefore you now have a addiction. <laughs> And dependency. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, oftentimes, right, you're, it's kind of like the chicken and the egg, which came first, the addiction portion or like the mental illness. And 
I'm, I'm talking about as if they're different things. Because addiction, mm-hmm. like substance abuse, can be classified, as, as you said in the DSM, as a mental illness. But a lot of people who are depressed use alcohol to numb the pain. Yep. Right? And then they become, they build a tolerance, then they become psychologically addicted to it, and that's when you become an abuser of it. Right? right. So did the alcoholism come first, though? Or did the depression come first, right? Mm-hmm. If, you're, um, if you're all cracked out on meth, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you go to the hospital because you're hallucinating, hmm, were you already schizophrenic? Or are you meth-induced schizophrenic? Mm-hmm. And there is such a thing in the DSM in every single diagnosis whether it's depression schizophrenia bipolar whatever due to drugs yeah and you know what makes me mad though is that i don't know if these doctors are still giving them these diagnoses or patients are just saying they have this diagnosis because they looked it up because it's not like when they go to the hospital the hospital's going to actually look into their medical record to see if they actually have these diseases no but besides that if i diagnose someone at my clinic it doesn't follow them to the fucking hospital anyway exactly because i will get all these people on fucking meth and they'll say i have bipolar, bipolar. And it's like no bitch yeah meth like that's not the same thing that's not the same thing just because you have all this energy and haven't slept for a couple days does not mean you're bipolar yeah it means you're a crackhead that means you cracked up. So, yeah. But one thing, going back to, like, the listener conversation, mm-hmm. I did say, but I'm, like, more on leaning towards your side, but I'm going to throw this little wrench in here. People with diabetes, hypertension, heart failure, usually it's linked for them having very poor diets, being obese, and being sedentary. So they did it to themselves. You are 100% correct. And those are all considered diseases. Obesity is considered a disease and hypertension, heart disease, all you're, that stuff. You're correct. I mean, yeah. some of it is straight up hereditary, especially uh, like juvenile onset or type 1 diabetes. Sure, right? sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. People who are on now Medicaid because or Medicare because they had a triple bypass because they ate at McDonald's every goddamn day for, <laughs> you know, 50 years. I know. That's, that's, a, that's an issue. I know. but yeah. Or smoking. Yeah, People smoking. that have COPD or... Uh, I'm totally, I'm totally drawn, drawn blank. COPD. What's the, what's the emphysema? Oh, fuck. I almost said. Well, COPD and emphysema are like, COPD is the large umbrella for as well, chronic asthma, chronic bronchitis and emphysema. But then again, that's, that's playing the blame game. So if we were going to go down that route, we could also be like, oh, you have HIV. Sorry about that. You shouldn't have been fucking around. Unless they got the blood transfusion. Then what did you do? Why were you sitting there being anemic and bleeding out? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stop bleeding already, all right? <laughs> it's your own fault. You took ibuprofen because you had a hurt toe. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. But I think, and so, like, and I'm not I'm not saying with our listener what she was saying was wrong because I'm kind of with her on that because I, uh, I feel like we enable a lot of people's oh, bad totally habits. Oh, do. And it pisses me the fuck uh-huh. off uh-huh. because it's like we're expected to fix these people. And it's like, but there's, there's no, there's no, um, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. They're not expected to do any of the Accountability. Work. Accountability. Yeah. So, well, that's just exactly what you said. We are expected to fix these people, not people are expected to fix themselves. Yeah. I was talking to my one friend that lives in a different country about what I do. I'm like, yeah, you know, I prescribe medications, blah, 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 for people who are depressed and whatever. And he's like, why don't you make them go do other things before you give them pills? Like counseling, I don't know, exercise. Go the fuck outside and get some sunshine. Get out of your little man cave or your bear cave or whatever fucking hole you crawled into over the winter and get the fuck outside. Do some exercise. Walk in the garden. 
do, you know, I don't know, non-pharmacological things to better your health, <gasps> right? And like I said, this friend was from another country. I'm like, um, we don't do that here. We want a pill to fix everything. <laughs> I don't know yeah. where you think you're coming from, but uh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a literal drug dealer. I just sling pills all day. I mean, your friend's not wrong. Uh, no, no, he's not. And it's and it's kind of a sad <laughs> commentary uh, from his point of view to ours. He's like, well, I would make them do X, Y, and Z before you give them any pills. I'm like, then they would just go find another candy man. <laughs> they would go find another candy man. At least I talked to him about X, Y, and Z, and I strongly encourage them to do it. And they're like, yeah, 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 but the pills, though. Yeah, that's exactly right. But the pills, but the pills. <laughs> but, you know, I'm super but depressed, and I can't get up in the morning, so can I get some Adderall also? I'm like, fuck, no. What? No. <laughs> You're not ADHD. Besides that, you have this rage and anxiety. I'm not going to give you Adderall on top of that, so it caused more anxiety. Yeah, no. If no, you're too no, tired to get no. out of bed, have some fucking coffee and drag your ass out right? of bed. Right? There's such a thing as fake it till you make it. There really is, man. And that like, sounds terrible, but it's true. I mean, like, listen, I get it. There's always situational depression, which that shit happens, and that it's understandable to kind of use, mm -hmm. like, medications and stuff like that. But Jesus, people. Like, <sighs> fucking God. <laughs> I'm, I'm like in a mood this week. You I don't are in a mood. I am in a mood. Well, with people with depression, if you've been depressed your whole life, how do you know what it would look like if you weren't depressed? That's a, ooh. Uh-huh. Because people that's are like, deep, man. I know they're like, oh, I've been depressed since I was, you know, as far back as I can remember. I'm like, well, then what does it look like? How do you know you're not depressed? <laughs> I mean, this what if your life's just shitty? The Matrix. Just like. just the whatever, matrix. <laughs> make sure you just don't take the red pill. You <laughs> need to go, no, make sure you do... Whatever, is it, is it unplug, unfucking plug. That's just, what you need to do. Yeah, I don't know. Just stay unplugged from the Matrix, man. Yeah, like go find Zion or some shit. But I think so often people, uh, especially in this day and age, are very extrinsically focused, right? They don't have those intrinsic factors where you just feel good about yourself because you should feel good about yourself. Like maybe you did something super nice for your mom or your Mima. Maybe you're the one that takes care of Mima all the time. Mm -hmm. So that should make you feel good, but yet... The only thing that you're worried about is how many likes your photo got and if you're a thirst trap up on Facebook. A thirst a trap? A thirst trap. What the fuck's a thirst trap? Oh! <laughs> Let me educate you because, you know, I love the new lingo. She always has to educate me on the new lingo because even though I'm, like, closer to that generation uh, age-wise. Way but, closer. But, yeah, I have no clue. I'm straight up Gen X and, um, yeah, it's sad yeah. that... Someone I'm a, a late stage millennial, okay? I'm not like the middle are. of the road millennial. Yeah, you are. And so you really should know. Oh. But you don't. No, because I like, you know, I was right. Anyway, move on. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. So a thirst trap. What a thirst trap is, is people who post like sexy pictures because they want the sexual uh, attraction and attention from that that they get. They don't actually want like a relationship with whoever they're sending these pictures to or whoever has access to these pictures, but they want to be recognized as a sexual object. And they want all the accolades of someone like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. You're so beautiful. I tap that. But then on the flip side, they don't want to be object objectified. I was about to either. say, I bet those are the same people. But like, um, you need to respect me as a person and don't objectify me. It's like, bitch, bitch you're fishing. That's called fishing. It, it was called fishing. Now it's called thirst trap. Listen, you can't just change something that's already <laughs> existed and <laughs> change the name of it and act like you're um, original in um, the thought. <laughs> yeah, you can. Man, it's that like sounds like time. Thomas Edison all over again stealing Tesla's idea. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa. Let's not bring science into the magicness. Dude, okay? I can't wait for my science shirt <laughs> to get here. I bought a shirt. I'm so excited for it to get here. 
and it's got an atom on it and it says science it's like magic but real i know right i i, lo- I do love that shirt that's a cool shirt that's i pretty, can't wait pretty nice i like that but yeah uh, the other day i was scrolling through facebook and i was uh going through a friend suggestions right uh i don't have many friends i have i have under 50 friends on facebook because i don't know if i don't talk to you on a fairly regular basis i don't think you need to see what's happening in my personal life Mm -hmm. that's just my opinion on social media though this is also why we have aliases we have a ton of people following us on our yeah on on our our healthcare villains (laughs) at instagram so that's fine that's fine this is a plug in to um follow us on instagram at healthcare villains yeah please 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 i like to be stalked in that way <laughs> uh, I like that kind of attention too. Yeah, you're not getting thirst trap pictures though. Sorry. Uh, that's yeah, no, it's no, not it's not happening. Anyway, I was scrolling through the f- suggested friends or whatever, and there was this chick in like uh, you could tell her body was very obviously photoshopped because you know it's like one of those like waists that are I don't know very small with a big big ass ass. And she was ass. wearing like this weird like fishnet bodysuit. Okay, and that's it. Okay. And it was very wide mesh fishnet. <laughs> and so were this, the sleeves hanging out at the bottom? The way she was posed, her leg was kind of covering the sleeves, but her nips were hanging out. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so that's that's a thirst trap. And I'm sure she's probably the kind of person that also is like, um, my eyes are up here. And I'm like, <laughs> well, then your nipples shouldn't be staring at me. And your <laughs> your sleeves shouldn't be slapping your knees <laughs> either. So that's a real knee slapper. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you know, and yeah. yeah, and then and then everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's just so hot!" But then if you see a picture of somebody breastfeeding, then oh my god, that's disgusting. Oh, just oh, take that off, take that off social media. Nobody you. needs to see that. That's I didn't even go that route, but you are one hundred percent accurate on that, that. Always pissed me off. I would go into my little my little fits. You go pop off. I would go pop off about that stuff and be like, "Wait, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa!" So you're just saying it's okay for all these people. <laughs> Pumpkins, little these, pumpkins. These little pumpkins showing off their pumpkins for more <laughs> and likes, and 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 all of it, just all of it, and that's okay. But then the second that you see tits being used for what they're intended for, which is to breastfeed babies, not for fun bags, not for you know motorboating or whatever. <laughs> Do they even call it motorboating anymore? Ooh, Do you should Google that next time. I'm not. Because I'm writing I'm, it down. I'm, I'm making. I don't a note. think I'm gonna like what pops up. Motor. <laughs> <laughs> What? Wow. Uh, I didn't know you rolled like that. Um, Motor boating. <laughs> question mark. Do do people of that generation even do that? They're like, oh, no, I can't do that because that's too objectifying. <laughs> well, because that would be lame as fuck. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, she was wearing like a fishnet. I'm telling you, the squares in the fishnet were, were at least half an inch. Enough Can you imagine for, she had those giant like saucer nipples too. Did she have the giant no, saucer nipples? No, no, she just had little. She was she was younger, so they were. But they were probably photoshopped so they could fit into the fishnet. That's a lot hole. of work for Photoshop, man. I don't know, maybe not, but yeah, it was. It I was. Mean, I would think whatever. it's a lot of work for Photoshop, but then again, she probably has an editor. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, first of all, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say, say if it's a whole fishnet bodysuit, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be really hard to get to the goods? You know what I mean? It's like you get trapped like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to swim upstream and all of a sudden you're just you like, get tangled up. Your little it's gills. Like, all the dolphin. <laughs> dolphin dies. <laughs> the tail. The tail got snagged. <laughs> oh, what if there's piercings anywhere? I know. It's Not good. Like, 
not good. She's like a fisherman. <laughs> She's fishing for compliments. She and is fishing, fishing for, for dicks. <laughs> I, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what her... All right. Now we we shouldn't assume her gender. I don't give a fuck. And we shouldn't assume her orientation. You know what? Maybe she was fishing for tacos. It's not as funny. <laughs> and I don't care. Fishing for beavers? Maybe a beaver got stuck in the fishing. <laughs> okay, that one's better. <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry, I had to... Had to regroup there for a second. Anywho, yeah, yeah. What what are we actually going to talk about today? This was, was that what it? we were talking about popping off. Pop well, popping off. We be popping. We pop lock and drop or whatever the saying is. It's, I pop lock and drop that chair across the room. Yeah, you did. Man, I can't believe I did that. Like I look back and I'm like, hmm, not my best moment. I'm not sorry. It needed to be done. It made an impression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Patients were on time for a while after that. Weird. Mm-hmm. Very strange. But with the whole popping off thing is like, you know, when you finally reach a boiling, boiling point, which in all fairness, I'll take accountability since we talked about that. Um, <laughs> I probably should have done better self-care <laughs> to, to prevent that. Love. It's a job, okay? I shouldn't let it get to the point where it fucks with my mind that much, where it totally have an, an otter pop. An experience. Otter, well, we should start calling it that. Instead of calling it like a Karen fit or whatever, we should call it an otter pop. <laughs> you know, have an outer body otter pop experience uh-huh, and uh-huh. like totally lose my shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because then when you look back and you're like, well, that was pretty unprofessional and I should be a role model to people. And oh, I don't give a fuck about being a role model. <laughs> well, it's, it's a little hypocritical. Why? Do as I say, not as I do. Right. Because you don't want you don't want other staff members to act like that and kick shit across the room, do you? Well, if it's warranted, I'd be like, "Oh, good, it's them this time, not me." <laughs> <laughs> I could take us take a tea break now. Like, <laughs> I can go pee now. Nice. Finally, nice. there's just like a distraction. I like it. We'll just all take turns. All right. Well, I think that's gonna be it. Because I don't have anything else to talk about. That was pretty much it. Yep. We just wanted to kind of go back to our original tempo if you will tempo template yeah yeah whatever you want to call it yeah cool. but we plan we did get a lot of positive feedbacks about doing like our true crime stories and like our okay. other stories and so um but we also got feedback that listeners like both so we're going to try to um kind of wove it in we we'll, in we'll 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 squoze it in just like that fishnet you know <laughs> <laughs> that i can i really can't believe that i'm just like and she was in a public place just a public in this, place. Yeah, there was like people behind her in like a little square marketplace, something. I'm just like, huh. Maybe it's, you know, a tan suit underneath, like a leotard underneath. But I don't know. But if you saw nips. And I'm pretty sure I saw nips. Okay. Well, also, she probably could have photoshopped where she was. She does. She probably was in true. her creepy basement, you know. It probably wasn't even a chick. It was probably a 300 pound man <laughs> with like a gray beard and. Dingleberries in this. Uh, Photoshop can do wonders. That's all I'm saying. Sure can. (laughs) Anyway, uh, be sure to follow us uh, on uh, Instagram at Healthcare Villains. Mm -hmm. And you can email us. Email us funny stories if you want because we always love that stuff. Oh, yeah. At uh, healthcarevillains at gmail.com. Yep. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.